Foods. They should be about clear on that wreck in Colvin County, 65 northbound at the 295. Got a lot of law enforcement presence and the rescue squad in Morgan County on Bluff City Road, north of Upper River Road at Bluff City Landing. Apparently, they found a body in the water. Snelling needs a microbiologist to develop and maintain a feed mill auditing program. Huntsville.snelling.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI. Variety and price. What else can you say about Alabama's oldest smoke shop, the Humidor Pipe Shop? I smoke cigars and pipes, both. Being the oldest shop, they've got brands that have been around a long time, but they also have all the new brands as well. I've traveled all over the country, and this is a singularly as good a place to buy variety as I've ever found. The prices are significantly better than anybody else around. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. (laughs) 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Well, it is, uh, we may have some fog before eight, mostly sunny, otherwise 60% chance of showers, and it's going to feel like 102 today. Uh, Steve Cardian is, uh, is a member of the Trump uh, 2020 Advisory Board and also a former member of the NYPD. National Association of Police Organizations uh, have endorsed the president, uh, which is new, I guess, because that's, that's kind of been one of those, uh, Steve, that's been always up for grabs, right? Yeah, they endorsed uh, President Trump uh, on or about July 15th. And the interesting history with them is that back in 2008 and 2012, they endorsed Obama-Biden. They sat out the 2016 election, and after a careful review of, of the candidates that are running for president, they have wholeheartedly endorsed President Trump. And they're an organization of about 330 members. And, you know, what makes that even interesting, more interesting, is back in the fall, the NAOP, or the National Association of Police Organizations, uh, endorsed President Trump over a year before, you know, the the, the president selection would be, even be there. That's very unusual. And they had over 100,000 members, and at about the same time, the FOP endorsed the president at about the same time, and they have more than 300,000 members. So law enforcement sending a clear message that he's the guy. He is the law and order president. You know, it's funny because this guy wasn't a racist until he became president, which I find always amusing, uh, <laughs> sadly. Um, but, you, you know, we're getting, you have to dig. There was a great story this morning that I shared, and it did get picked up, and I think I saw it on one of the local TV stations last day or two. The woman in Kansas City who um, who won a small lottery pot of $100, and she wanted to give it to the officer's uh, family because he was in intensive care, and turns out the police department went and looked for her, and now she's got, they've set up a GoFundMe uh, account and she's got about twelve thousand dollars to help her but apparently she tells the story about how the detectives had been had kept in touch with her and everything else her stepdaughter apparently had been murdered uh and they had been so gracious to her and she wanted to give back we don't hear those kind of stories and, and you almost have to dig for them don't you well you know fred you know, I, I did 33 years in law enforcement on the local New York City and, and federal level. And those are stories that occur in every state, everywhere across America. So it's it's not uncommon. You just don't hear of them. Give me a clear. So you're in New York. I mean, are you still in New York? Yeah, I, I retired from a police department in Westchester County as a sergeant. I was a detective before that. I actually investigated my first homicide at 23 years old. Oh, wow. uh, I got away. I went to work as a chief investigator for the New York City Department of Investigation, where I did uh, bribery, fraud, corruption, organized crime. Did the last six months of the Gambino crime family investigation, and then I did three years with the U.S. Marshals as a contractor, uh, working with them in federal law enforcement. I was employed by the DOJ. 
I've got to believe, and, and you know, we're seeing this in Atlanta, where, where you know, the the city officials are, are not fans of the police, but the people certainly are. Is is that kind of what we're not hearing? Because you know, all we're getting is this this filter of news. First of all, everything filters with the New York point of view for the rest of us. But secondly, are we really? Getting, I, my sense is we're not getting the real story of of how the people are dealing with this. We know gun sales have gone through the roof all around the country. People are. I'm, I'm thinking people are scared. And they want the police. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. And, you know, the politicians are uh, use, using politics rather than progress. And that's one of the president's uh, sayings is progress over politics. But if you go into the inner cities, if you go into some of the bad neighborhoods, they don't want law enforcement to leave. Uh, when I worked in New York City and when I worked for the U.S. Marshals, it's the gangs that are destroying and overrunning their neighborhood. Uh, and, and without law enforcement working with their federal partners, with the FBI, uh, the DEA, with uh, many of the other agencies that are, are going to get these individuals off the street and hit them with the RICO statutes, much like they did with the organized crime, where they're promoting a criminal enterprise, where they are committing murders, where they are, uh, you know, uh, selling drugs at, at high volume. So they go in there and they wipe them out. And, you know, there's like you have like four trials with like 60 people. And that's how the neighborhoods get cleaned up. And without that, they are living in chaos. They're afraid to leave their houses and apartments, especially after dark. Their children are being, being shot through their walls, and it's it's just a horrific atmosphere. So uh, there's, there is no law and order without law enforcement. So we need and we rely. And those with common sense understand that. It seems to be the, the democratic cities that are devoid and nonsensical uh, about this whole process. Is, are, are these, you know, because again, common sense has got to rear its head at some point. Are these big city mayors going to be held accountable by their people, or have they just been able to to, to, to snow them the whole way, or 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 have they woke, have they awakened these, these citizens of these big cities? But you look in New York, de Blasio's allowed the city to be destroyed, and now he's asking for the federal government for billions of dollars to rebuild a city that he's already sunk to the bottom. Yeah, and then he can run on that, I guess, too. Hey, could you hang on? I want to get a little bit to the campaign and kind of what you're experiencing out there. Because, again, uh, we get all this thing through that big national filter, which, you know, um, unfortunately we can't trust. Uh, more with Steve uh, Cardi and just ahead, he's on the, the uh, Trump 2020 Advisory Board and also a former member of the NYPD. Stick around. Dennis Prager, this morning at 11 on WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. NFL players will be tested daily for new coronavirus infections for the first two weeks of training camp under an agreement with the Players Union. The NFLPA raised concerns that safety measures were incomplete for practices set to begin July 28th. On the league's website, they stated it is expected that players will need more than one negative test before first being allowed to enter team facilities. The NFL has also eliminated preseason games in response to player requests. Also, most of the teams, if not all, for now, will play without fans. The NFL is among the professional sports pushing to restart with pandemic safety precautions amid renewed outbreaks. The City Open in Washington, which was scheduled to relaunch the men's tennis tour next month, was scrapped because of the coronavirus and international travel restrictions. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. It's the perfect time for a powerful business refresh during Dell Technologies' Cyber Savings Event. It starts now with up to 50% off high-performance Windows 10 business laptops, desktops, and servers, plus top-brand electronics. It's also your chance to streamline IT and simplify PC life cycles with PC as a service. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 10 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Or visit Dell.com slash small business deals. Did you know that every year public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At donors.org and choose from teachers' requests that support reading, math, 
science, music, and more. Learn more at DonorsChoose.org. Donors Choose. Support a classroom. Build a future. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Work is a part of all of us. It's a winning spirit, a trade, or a passion to help others. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was possible and allows us to be there for the things that really matter. We know that the world around us has changed. And that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. We're committed to helping job creators fill their ranks with talented candidates, and we're passionate about helping those candidates find the right fit. Our programs offer on-the-job training where young workers can earn while they learn and prepare themselves for full-time employment. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Talk radio for the rest of us. Follow the Fred Holland Morning Show on Twitter at WTKI Talk. Steve Cardian is a member of the Trump 2020 Advisory Board and also former member of the NYPD. And I guess, I'm sure I've seen you. You've been on Fox. You've been on Inside Edition. You do some consulting. Um, I'm sure I've seen you interviewed or participate in something, and I've just, um, it'll ring a bell eventually. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've done a lot with Fox, Inside Edition. I used to do a lot with CNN before they became uh, fake news. And, uh, yeah, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, uh, I, I have a safety component as well, so in addition to the law enforcement. I want to get, because you're given a unique opportunity here to kind of give us an overview, and I, I, we, we had left talking about the fact that, uh, you know, in a lot of these big cities, these neighborhoods don't want the cops going away. They're terrified. Uh, and these politicians, you got to hope they'll be held accountable at some point. you gotta, you got to hope that. But where do you, do you see this? I mean, back to the campaign here. And, and, you know, the president said it himself last time. He said, what do you got to lose, right? These guys have been lying to you. They've been telling you they're going to do this and that for you. That may be part of what we're seeing in a lot of these major cities, in addition to people being cooped up for this whole coronavirus thing. But where do you think we're going? What's your sense of what you're seeing? Well, especially in the beginning, uh, law enforcement was blamed by the political process that had already failed their city and they've tried to make a scapegoats. I mean, here in New York City they defunded one and a half billion dollars in New York City, the PD. They also disbanded their 600 member uh, street crime unit, which as long as I can remember, they are absolutely amazing at getting guns off the street. So now we have all this chaos uh, we know that uh, Seattle wants to eliminate their police department. Their city city council voted uh, like seven to whatever to to do away with them, uh, and and we're seeing more calls for this. And they, they want civilians to come in. Well, I can tell you from experience, working with a civilian. In other words, if if the crisis. Uh, crisis emergency unit for uh, psychiatric uh, recalls, send somebody out. They almost always bring the police department because it's unpredictable what they're going to see. Uh, Berkeley, California, they want to have civilians out writing tickets unarmed without any authority. Uh, They're going to get shot. A lot of our incidents, uh, one of our main functions is that of the vehicle and traffic law. And we pull over people. We find guns. We find drugs. We find people highly intoxicated that are extremely combative. And you're likely, there's two two occasions when you're likely to get into a, a scuffle, a domestic situation and a V&T situation, especially if alcohol and or drugs are involved. You know, it's sad because I think what we're going to end up here, sadly, is we're going to end up with, with a bunch of dead social workers, right? 
I mean, that, that's, yeah. that, that may be the, because we always have these unintended consequences. And, and I gotta think at some point, I mean, uh, is, was it Garner? Was that the guy, the Lucy guy that, that, that they had, they had the yeah. chokehold and he died? Well, that was as a result of the city, the, the city fathers wanting, wanting, um, uh, more enforcement because they were losing tax revenue to this, this illegal sale of cigarettes. They were making the police do this, right? Yeah, he was, uh, the chief of department had sent those officers there, and uh, they had promised that they were going to uh, back up the officer. And, you know, you, you can look at it, I'm also a use of force expert, and the choke wasn't really, there was incidental contact, but he didn't die because of the choke. He died because of his lifestyle, sadly. Well, and that's where we've got to get some common sense here. And look, every, the, the the thing that I'm still uh, just I'm, I'm I, I just you, you're scratching your head over this. I don't think anybody looking at that video of what happened to George Floyd, um, you know, everybody thinks that thing was heinous. Um, we were all in agreement. Yet the the streets exploded. I mean, it it, it was like if it hadn't been that one, it would have been something else. You know, it's almost like it was all planned for something's going to come along, and this is our opportunity to 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 go out there and institute Marxism. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it it certainly appears that way. Now, what happened to George Floyd was horrific. Never should have happened uh, on any day, on any street, in anywhere America. But it seems that he's lost in the sauce. You don't even hear his name anymore by the politicians and the yeah. people that are out there. This is a, 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 a Marxist mix. So you've got certain organizations that have a Marxist agenda that have come in that are raising money for the democratic process and in the meantime they are causing chaos in our country as well as the anarchists that are are out there that are stirring up the pot if you will doing horribly violent things uh you know trying to attack law enforcement government buildings statutes look at new york city it is a mess. Just about every single place on, uh, in Manhattan is boarded up that sells anything. Uh, and it's going to take a long time for this to recover. It's going to take a long time before New York City even gets close to being normal. And it's not going to be under Mayor de Blasio's administration, for sure. You know, it's interesting here because I, I, we're, we're having, uh, I, every morning I, I look at all these stories and it's protesters this, protesters that. We can't even I'd agree on what a protester is. If you're hurling a projectile or you're putting a laser in a police officer's face, you're no longer a protester, right? Oh no, no, you're 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 an antagonist. You are you probably an anarchist. Protesters are peaceful. They don't riot. They don't loot. They don't cover their faces and try and attack police. Look what happened in Chicago. Uh, we we had 49 police officers at the Columbus statue when they tried to rip it down. 49 officers injured. 18 went to the hospital. One with a broken orbital socket. The other with a broken knee. And uh, it was an organized, highly organized I, I watched it uh you know play out in the media and they had umbrellas shielding them they were throwing oh, yeah. uh batteries they were throwing uh bricks they were throwing frozen cans of soda and water and and it goes on pyrotechnics they were throwing explosives at the officers it's it's crazy and then of course we have the stuff going on in portland and again uh they're saying these are protesters. What are they? What are the? What are the feds doing in our city? Well, they, we have federal buildings to protect, which also seems to be overlooked by the mainstream media. So it's crazy. I, I want to get. I want to get to something else because I think one of the in the few minutes we have left, this whole idea of use of force because you're you're an expert in that. We've got to have, you know. How how we do, we're asking people to make split second decisions, right? I did I did one of those courses one time, you know, where you shoot the targets and everything. I shot the lady with the groceries. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't easy, it at all, is it? No, no. And and what we saw happen here in New York is they took away the men. In other words, uh, the mount position where you're straddled on an individual's hips, front or back. 
that's how you take somebody into custody. In my 30-some-odd years, I never took a violent individual into custody standing. So basically what they, they have sent, they've taken away their defensive tactics. They've taken away everything that they can utilize to take someone into custody. It's a clear message that the, the city council and the mayor want law enforcement to do nothing. That's their agenda. That's their progressive socialist agenda. And it's just not going to work. When you push back police officers so much that they, they're ineffective, they're going to shut down. Who, who wants to try and arrest somebody where you, you're going to lose your pension and you could be sued uh, personally if, if the qualified immunity is ever instituted? Yeah. Uh, or, or you could be arrested for doing things that we've done for hundreds of years in taking people into custody. You know, I taught the, the members of, uh, many members of the NYPD Academy staff that teach DT. Uh, they're great guys. They're highly trained. But they've taken away every tool that they need to keep themselves and others safe. You know, the madness has got to got to stop at some point. I think the people are going to rear their heads, hopefully, <laughs> in November in yeah. some of these local elections. Hey, uh, Steve, where do people find you if they want to keep up and find out what you're doing? Uh, well, I'd say go to Donald J. Trump for president, DonaldJTrump.com. And any information on what's going on there could, uh, you know, you'll be able to get the information as to what's going on. November's going to be here in another few months, and um, it's going to be a good four more years. All right. Steve Cardian, we appreciate it very much. One of the members of the board. The advisory uh, board for the president. Uh, Live from an old brick building under the interstate, it's the little station that did. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. 565 eastbound traffic is backed up from the Greenbrier exit all the way back through the 565 I-65 interchange. A very slow go for you there. HPD's got units in the area trying to get that moving. Popeye's Buffalo Ranch tenders a signature side and a buttermilk biscuit. Now only five bucks. Popeye's University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, you must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. Make sure you do this. For digging projects, big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Did you know that you can get to New Orleans in 30 minutes or less from anywhere in Madison County? The New Orleans Lunchbox is a piece of New Orleans right here in Huntsville, located at Jordan and Holmes in the Minuteman Convenience Store. I'm here with the owner, Roland Lowry. Roland, some of the finest food in New Orleans is found in convenience stores. The New Orleans Lunchbox is known for great food, such as jambalaya, gumbo, red beans and rice, po' boy sandwiches, and fine barbecue. Oh, yeah. That homemade habanero sauce is good with the beef brisket. That's when a large cup of that delicious Iced tea is just the ticket. Roland, you say that with the purchase of any plate lunch, you can get jambalaya, gumbo, or red beans and rice. Who say I say I say I say I say let them have it. When you place your order, you'll be eating within minutes. The New Orleans Lunchbox is open for lunch Monday through Saturday from 10 to 7. We also deliver. Call 256-830-0081. 256-830-0081. New Orleans and Alabama? Aye. You'll find it at Jordan and Holmes in Huntsville. I live alone and rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone, I knew I was in trouble. Help! I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew... I needed Life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone. Please call 1-800-414-2188 for your free Life Alert brochure. That's 1-800-414-2188. 1-800-414-2188. Call for your free Life Alert brochure today at 1-800-414-2188. 
Ever wonder how there can be so many different kinds of paint? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about choosing the right one for your summer painting chores right after this. Outdoor concrete projects are quick and easy with Quickrete fast-setting concrete in the red bag. Whether you need to set a fence post, mailbox post, or deck footing, or even pour a backyard patio, Quickrete fast-setting concrete in the red bag makes it simple. To set a post, there's no mixing. Just pour the dry mix into the hole and add water. It sets hard in about 20 minutes, and you're done. It's that fast and easy. Quickrete fast-setting concrete. Look for it in the red bag. Choosing the right type of paint can be just as important as picking a color. One problem every home encounters is exposure to sunlight. UV rays will cause paint to fade, chalk, and lose its original tint. Latex paints tend to resist these effects better than oil-based paint. Another enemy of exterior wood is water and moisture. Wood exposed to wet conditions will expand and contract, causing some paints to crack and flake. A breathable latex paint allows moisture to vaporize and escape before it can damage the wood fibers. Temperature change is another factor to consider because drastic changes will also cause wooden surfaces and siding to expand and contract. Here again, acrylic latex is an ideal choice because it's slightly elastic, so it can deal with the stress of seasonal climate change without blistering or cracking. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. It can warm a room. It can comfort your tired feet. It can be an inspiration piece for your entire house. Nothing says home like the perfect rug. We've all been spending a lot of time at home recently, and you've probably been looking for ways to improve the look and comfort. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs is now reopened. Operating with your safety in mind, you can choose from Alabama's largest selection of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent to palace size. All styles and designs, antique, semi-antique, and new, giving your home unique personality. Pars Gallery even offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration with free pickup and delivery, sanitizing your rug to keep you safe. Come by our showrooms today and say big, a fine rug that will create a foundation for a beautiful room. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. And online at ParsGallery.net. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs. Adding beauty and elegance from the floor up. When I'm on the deck and swinging in my hammock side to side, those rocking waves just rock my cares away. Let blow the wind and weather, it makes a better ride. And when I'm swinging, I can swing all day. It's a jolly afternoon, nothing else I want to do. Hit the hammock, swing along, and sing my hammock swinging song. I am, I cease to be amazed. I, I just, I, well, I will go to many depths and many levels, and even sometimes I have to check out Disney Junior and see what's going on over there. National Hammock Day. I knew we'd find it. Jake, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. They're doing pirate rock this morning. Oh, our exactly. He might throw one of those in there while he's hammocking. For rebates or special, of course, pirates can lie in hammocks. Why not? For rebates or special financing options in a new Linux home comfort system, call with your heating and air conditioning at 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, insideweatherguy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, we have, um, well, an interesting uh, forecast. Um, it's just like the last one. Except our rain chances are a little better. Uh, patchy fog before eight, mostly sunny otherwise today. We haven't had, we haven't been flat and scrugs worthy yet this morning, so that's good. That's a good thing. They're that's tuning up thing. just in case, though. Yeah, but they're there just in case we need them. We'll have fog early in the morning too, so we may have another chance. Mostly sunny today and a sixty percent chance of a shower. It's going to be late. Thirty percent chance tonight, and then we'll have uh, about a fifty percent shot for tomorrow. Going to feel like a hundred and two today, and it's going to feel like a hundred and three tomorrow. What else do you need to know? Seventy six right now. Did you know yesterday 
I, I noticed this, and today it looks like we're going to have the same thing. We didn't the, Monday. We got to eighty, like right off the bat before the show was over. Didn't quite make it yesterday, and I don't think we're going to make it today. So it's not going to warm up as fast. At least, at least that's what it's looking like right now. A hint of fall because we don't oh, get to eighty I, by eight o'clock. I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> A hint of fall. Uh, take, yeah. take what we can get. One less uh, index on the heat meter, and uh, boy, we're doing well. So, so you know, we've had this thing where, okay, the heat's going to get the virus. Well, that hadn't worked out. Now we'll wait for fall. I don't know. Maybe we need 200 degrees before the virus will go away. You know, I, I, the, the story, the, the stack of stuff keeps piling up. Coronavice, uh, virus, vice, coronavice. Ooh, that's my favorite show. Look at it, right next to, right next to Miami Vice. Yeah. There. Coronavirus testing, uh, in the state is up. We got more cases. We've got, I was looking at the graphs yesterday and I, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it gets crazy, but all the graphs have everything. If you, if you look at the daily stuff, you look at the cumulative, you go, ah, number of cases, ah. But if you look at the, the trend is actually either leveling off or going down. That's good news. But we don't want to report good news. What does the national media keep focusing on? More cases. Deaths, not so much. So kind of take this all with a grain of salt. Um, as far as, you know, whether you wear a mask or not, I, you know, I'm, I'm taking the polite route. Aren't you? I mean, I'm, I'm not, don't confront people. First of all, it's rude, right? You're just, and just like those people who confront people who don't wear masks. Just stop it. Don't you have something better to do? Just move on. Raise your eyebrows at them or something. You know? Right? They might think you're hitting on them if you do that, you know? Oh, no. Hey, how you doing? Depends on how you raise your eyebrows, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Just raise one of them like the rock. <laughs> That'll, that'll really creep them out. <laughs> the, the creepy raised yes. eyebrow. Yeah, why not? Be creepy. <laughs> be, be cool, be kind, but be creepy. <sighs> be creepy. Good Lord. As, as uh, Frank Burns once said, it's nice to be nice to the nice. And uh, he got taken down by Houlihan by, with that one, but that's okay. Poor Frank. I know. Never. Poor Frank. Never got no respect. Poor guy. But I mean, I was looking yesterday at this, and I and and we're, look, we're hearing the good news, and we're sharing some of this good news earlier this morning. Um, we're, we're hearing a lot of fascinating stories about uh, how a lot of treatments are working. You know, the new drugs are working. I don't, you know, I don't know if we're going to get a vaccine or not. But you know, here we go. I'm looking at um, BamaTracker.com. You can all go to it. I've I've hadn't been to it in a while. We checked it out a little bit yesterday and and Monday. But the seven-day average is on the way down in new cases in Alabama. Were you aware of that? Were you? Yeah. It's a, the, the, the little thing's going down. Uh, deaths per day, down. Now, cumulative deaths are up. Why would you suppose cumulative deaths? Because you, you don't uncount the ones that happened prior. Um, tests per day are down. Hospitalization days are heading down. Uh, we get a briefing today, right? In that Wednesday, we'll get a daily briefing. But the one that keeps catching my attention, if you look at rate of deaths per day, we're heading down to almost, we are even today, deaths per day, we are even with where we were on, tw- on the 12th, 14th of April. We're even with the 14th of April. So we've passed the worst part of this. You're not hearing that, are you? See, because it's not sensational. Which is, I just want some honest reporting on this. By the way, we're, we're let's see, one, two, three, four. We're still fourth in uh, total cases by county. But as far as um, seven-day average cases, uh, we're we're still third behind Jefferson and Mobile. So that hasn't changed. But it's still it's still all the same stuff. They had to do some restating on. Do you see where they had to do some restating on some cases and deaths and all that kind of stuff? The state did, um, I guess, going into the weekend. So I mean, look, and, and some of you, you hope it's not something dishonest going on. We're up to fourteen deaths apparently attributed to the uh, to the virus, except in Florida where they, you know, they made that guy who died in the motorcycle accident a victim of the coronavirus. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, just nuts, just nuts. 
anyway, um, nationwide, let's see, this was as of, I'm not even going to touch that one because it hadn't been updated. But, I mean, the, the, the deaths and the disease are still in, you know, the, the, the same demographics. People with, you know, underlying conditions and people are, um, you know, ethnically it's about even. Um, it's, uh, and you heard that was, you know, not the case. Still the number one, uh, number one killer, uh, is, is cardiovascular disease. I mean, there's no, if, if you got cardiovascular disease, you gotta, you gotta, you know, 60% of the deaths, almost 61% of the deaths. After that, it's diabetes and, um, and then multiple conditions, which would be, I guess, a bunch of stuff. Um, but, you know, let, let, the positive thing is, People are coming off ventilators, and people are walking out after being being in the ICU. So, deaths with no underlying conditions have a median age of 72. Yeah. That's that's still, I mean, nothing's changed. I mean, it's still, it's still an old person's disease, and we're still arguing about whether the kids are going to go back to school. I'm going to make a prediction on this. Parents are going to be relieved when the kids go back to school. In one way, they are by just getting them out of the house, but I think there's still a lot... There's concern because on, there's so yeah. much uncertainty. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the biggest thing here, and I, you know, in looking back on this, and I, it's kind of like Dr. Sabati said, you know, when all things are said and done, he really feels Florida will end up looking better than New York. Right now, New York's getting praise, even from Dr. Fauci, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but then there, there it is. Um this idea that that we have been bombarded with information we've bombarded we've been bombarded with conspiracy theories we have we we reinforce false information and they have to restate it um all of this piles up and and i'm i'm telling you there there is going to be a point somewhere along the way where we need to know something and people are discounting it because people have cried wolf too many times it always happens that way that's why we need, the, the, you know, looking back on this. I mean, we're a big country. You know, we're not, We're you know, again, 330-something million or 350 or however many million it is. It's, it's somewhere in there. You know, Canada, the size of California, population-wise. The U.K., about uh, 66 million, I guess. Dwarfed compared to what we've had to deal with in our population. So, you know, just... Take a chill pill. WTKI Talk. Don't have time to call? Then email Fred at WTKIRadio.com. Major slowdown, 565 eastbound through Greenbrier. That traffic's been back through the 565 I-65 interchange. Is that mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 on the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oil device, insurance approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. Were you- Born from 1945 to 1965? People born during these years are five times more likely to have hepatitis C, but most people don't know they are infected. So even if you try to eat right, exercise, and take care of yourself, you can still have hepatitis C, a serious liver disease that often has no symptoms. In fact, people can live with hepatitis C for decades without feeling or looking sick. But over time, Hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage, liver failure, or even liver cancer. Getting tested is the only way to know if you're infected with hepatitis C. That's why the CDC recommends everyone born from 1945 to 1965 get a blood test for hepatitis C. Treatments are available that can cure this disease. So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. 
A message from the CDC. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, 1-800-211-6137. Work is a part of all of us. We know that the world around us has changed. And that's why the Alabama Department of Labor is here to get you back to working hard. Work is a part of all of us. Let us help you get back to it by visiting your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Extreme Jeans, Family History Radio, Sunday evenings at 6 on WTKI Talk. Now we got ears, it's time for cheers. Hot dog, hot dog, no problem solved. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. You know, I never understood the Jerry, uh, what's his name, Joey Chestnut? Mm -hmm. How do you enjoy dogs when you're eating that many of them? I'm assuming water, and it's just like... I think he stays up, doesn't have one all year long, and then he's just really hungry for him. I want to savor my dog, you know, little little crowd. Little, I, I like it different ways. Well, you know, uh, you know, money will make you do strange things. I guess so. I don't know. The, the thump of that. You know, every time I hear about that hot dog eating contest, they did. They did. They have it this year. At oh Coney yeah. Island? Well, yeah. They had the women's and the men's contest. So you bet. I because we were gone that weekend. I guess we did. I can't remember if we talked. Yeah, about it was it. more low key. Yeah, and, it was know. a lot more low key, and people weren't sure. And it's harder to do, I guess. But I always think of the um, what, what's the what's the thing in Cool Hand Luke where the guy eats all the eggs, and they go and thump his stomach. Yeah, he had a little pooch going there. Uh, yeah. Paul Newman did. Boy, that, it was Paul Newman's yeah, character that, that ate the eggs. That's right. And I I, I don't like the uh, boiled eggs or the you know I just can't go that route. I can. Uh, uh, I have to go scrambled and, and otherwise, but to see him eat all those eggs, you kind of feel his pain big time. You know, like, oh, you ever eaten so much and you go, oh, why did I do that? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I remember my brother one time; he loved my mom's uh, one of her cakes, that fruit cake, and it made a great fruit cake. It had just the right the combination of ingredients, and he ate a whole one one time and never could go near it again because it was just too. <laughs> too and, and by the way, that's heavy. Too. Today's my grandmother's wow. birthday. She's a hundred. And uh, 16 today, so I just want wow. to wish, you know, she's not around, but uh, she lived to be she 100. She 116. She's, uh, wow. She would be, if she was around today, she'd be 116. But wow. Lived to be 100. Her family always had the good genes. She lived to be 100? 100 years old. Wow, you should be so lucky. Ah, uh, well, that way I've been feeling this week, I don't, I'm, I don't know oh, if I'm well, going to make it or not. you got to quit pulling stuff, man. Uh, yeah, That's I'm just the gonna, problem. I'm going to have to retire, I you guess. you got to quit. You gotta just stop it. All right, so we've got, um, uh, look, a little clarity here. And I, look, I hope we finally get some, we finally get some honest reporting on this. This whole stuff going on in Portland and now apparently, uh, they're gonna attempt to, uh, the, protect our courthouses and some of these other major cities, the federal property. Um, the mis, the misreporting on this is just horrible. And I, I don't know if they're using Catherine Herridge's account of what's going on. She was getting a bunch of information about blinding of, um, federal officers with lasers and, and 
guy reaching around where they had booby trapped the fence where he cut his hand and, and they've been trying to burn down the federal courthouse in Portland. You're not hearing all that, are you? You're just hearing about them going after protesters, which we now have broadened the definition of. It's just, it's crazy. It's talk radio that'll make you think, ah, laugh, want to join in? Certainly. Join me, Joe Pags, today at 5 on Talk Radio for the Rest of Us, WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Tesla reports earnings later today. If it makes a profit, it could be joining the S&P 500. The index represents America's largest companies. To be considered, a company needs to make a profit for an entire year. However, some analysts are predicting Tesla saw a small loss in recent months. Prosecutors in Germany are expanding their investigation into emissions cheating in diesel engines. Reuters says investigators are searching offices of unnamed auto executives for the fraud investigation. Regulators in Europe have suspended the review process for Fiat Chrysler's merger with Peugeot's parent company, PSA. The European Commission says it's still waiting for information from the automakers. The November 13th deadline for a decision on the merger has been pushed back. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Everyone is talking about David Horowitz's new book, Blitz. It's a number one Amazon bestseller and just hit the New York Times bestseller list. Blitz reveals the truth about Trump. Don Jr. and Mike Huckabee say you need to get Blitz. And follow David Horowitz every night on Newsmax TV, America's fastest growing cable TV channel. Get the new bestseller, Blitz, at bookstores or get the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX or go to Blitz411.com. That's Blitz411.com. Apparently we've got a traffic stop westbound on Chapman Mountain that's really slowing things down. That whole area is backed up. It's backed up all the way to the Moores Mill intersection. Are you over 35 and overweight? Chances are your hormones are keeping you from losing weight. Find out with a free hormone quiz at 2030Huntsville.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates the investment industry in Alabama and protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. Fraudsters attempt to lure investors by offering high returns and attractive products like a coronavirus vaccine or cure, rebuilding communities after a storm, or gold, oil, and gas. You are careful with your money, but fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify Verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Call before giving your hard-earned money to anyone. Don't get caught in a get-rich-quick scheme. Learn more about the red flags of fraud and find free financial education material on our website at asc.alabama.gov. That's asc.alabama.gov. Or call our investment hotline at 1-800-222-1253. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Uh Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Julie. Dennis Prager, this morning at 11 on WTKI Talk. Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. Hump day! (laughs) It's hump day. day. Yep, comes at us faster every every week. 77 right now, we've got a few clouds uh, have fog possible before 8. I I haven't seen any. We haven't had to play, haven't had to warm up the band. Uh, it's going to feel like 102 today, where that 60% chance of showers to deal with, too. Uh, oh, what are we drinking this morning, by the way? We have jumped back to Rwanda. We gave them a couple of days off, but uh, Rwanda is back. We got they bags are... coffee now. Yeah, buddy. They, they're taking care of us. Old Town Coffee, uh, 511 
511 Pratt Avenue and Five Points. They uh, they even deliver uh, through Grubhub if you want something special. So uh, you go, or you can stop by and take it with you. Uh, anyway, they're the official coffee now of the uh, of our morning show. So we appreciate it. I'm your official barista. Over you're, here. you're the. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you could do better. Uh, yeah, I could we do need better. To dress but... better. <laughs> well, I've got my. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I've got my VBS T-shirt on today. So tis the season. There's churches attempting to do virtual vacation Bible school. Some of them going on this week as we. Uh, Head on down the road to a possible return to real school. So I'm we'll telling see how you, that goes. Parent, parents are going to rule on this, and it's just going to be a matter of time. I, I don't think this is going to take that long. I, I really don't. I uh, was seeing something for the Oregon Catalyst. Uh, they have uh, calculated that there have been a hundred fires, and they, were, they had a map, uh, aerial view of it, um, in Portland, Oregon. They have had uh, 100 fires in the last 10 days. Arson fires. In addition to all these attacks on the federal courthouse. And the, and this this Mayor Wheeler guy is just letting people do it. It's crazy. And the mayor of Seattle, you know, she allowed it until they showed up at her house. <laughs> then it all had to stop. Whoa, Bubba. Yeah, you know, you got in my neighborhood. You better shut that down. But, it, you know, you just wonder. I, I don't know what we're going to get at the top of the hour. All we get is, uh, you know, the, 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 the president pulled the mask out of his pocket, and I guess he's a believer now, and... Uh, Joe Biden, you know, came out of his basement, and what else? Um, oh, and then this this definition of protesters, which just wants me want to just makes me want to scream. You know, if you're if you're hurling projectiles, are you a protester? That's the problem. We have that problem here, where we're still saying protesters were fired on on June. What was it? June third? When it June third? Uh, I think yeah. that was a Wednesday, wasn't it? I'll look at the calendar here and see if I'm right. Yeah, it was June 3rd um, when they had the, uh, the the protests, and then, of course, you had the violence after that. Um, now, did some of these protesters become violent people? Perhaps. Maybe they didn't. But if you were around after they told you to leave after an hour and a half, I don't know what the deal is. I'm just not getting it. And and apparently some people say, you know, you're, you'll never get it. Well, I guess I'll never get it. I'm just not going to get it. That's it. Well, and I, I hate it. Understand. I hate it for the city of Portland because that's where my favorite show, Stumptown, with Kobe Smulders, is. Uh, it's been on hiatus like everybody else, but they are supposed to return for a second season one day soon, and they started filming a little bit there in Portland, and luckily they got away. Otherwise, they would never have a TV show, and most of it takes. You know, is uh, filmed in L.A. as you might expect. Yeah, well, a lot of it they do it in uh, they they do it in Vancouver. Not Vancouver, Washington, which is across the river from Portland. That confuses people. Did you know that? By the way, I was looking at the map. Portland has these hundred fires, and then over in Vancouver, there are two. Vancouver, Washington, not Vancouver, British Columbia. But they do a lot of, you know, these shows that are supposedly in San Francisco or Los Angeles or Seattle or Portland. They're actually filming them in Victoria, or not Victoria, in Vancouver, B.C. They throw you. You can sometimes tell because you'll see like a metric sign or something. Yeah, Vancouver has been a hotbed for uh, TV know. shows and things over the years. So I'm sure. My favorite's Victoria on Vancouver Island. Gorgeous city. Woo. I like that one better. It's a little slower, too. <laughs> All right. We'll see what kind of honest reporting we get on this whole Portland business. But a lot of arson, a lot of attacks on the federal courthouse, and yes, attempts to destroy the courthouse. You're not getting that in the national media, are you? Defeating the plot to disarm America. The Dana Show, today at 2 on WTKI Talk. Hey, 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 it's Leo Laporte. I'm your tech guy every weekend right here. If you're interested in gaming, you might be interested to see what Microsoft has announced this week about the brand new Xbox Series X. It and the PlayStation 5 are coming soon, and it's going to be a battle royale, both on screen and off. We'll talk about that and answer all your tech questions this weekend and every weekend. Leo Laporte, the tech guy. Join me, won't you? Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk. 
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Huntsville, W.